if you are one of those people who is paving a new way for yourself, you are so incredibly unique because you are seeing things that other people are not seeing. Welcome to the Material World Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Cher Enya, a certified hypnotist and mindset coach. This podcast is here so that you can start making massive quantum leaps. I'll be sharing a decade of manifestation and mindset tips that have allowed me to set up my sole purpose business, quit my nine to five, transform my identity, and start creating a life that gives me internal and external freedom, as well as true happiness and fulfillment. You can expect in-depth teachings, guided visualizations, and actionable steps because you can't just daydream about a limitless life. You must co-create it through intention, energy, and getting unapologetic about what you want. It's time for you to manifest a life even better than what is on your vision board. So let's get into this episode. Let's talk about fear of failure. I think there are more people than you might think that have a fear of failure. And I'm going to go deep into this today and how you can overcome that fear of failure that's stopping you from moving forwards. It's stopping you from going after what you want to go after. It's stopping you from ultimately living the life you are dreaming of living. And I think on the surface, This fear of failure is showing up because we know how cruel the world can be and that many, many people are stuck in the conditioning of society and, you know, I can only go off a subjective point of view here as to how I see the world around me and how I see the people around me, but many people I know are following the pattern of life that where I'm from and the society that I live in is deemed to be the standard of success on paper. So this standard of success to measure one's success as a human for where I live and the community that I've come from is that you go to school, go to college or university, then you get a job, then you get a house, then you start a family with your partner. And if you don't have those things, then you are not classed as doing well by the book of society. (laughs) And the weirdest part of this whole thing is that there's like this measurement of success. If you have those things like a house, a job, a a nice car and a family, you know, you're doing pretty well for yourself. You're, You're fairly up there on the measuring stick of success. If you don't have those things, you're very low down in the measuring stick of success. And I feel the older you get, if you don't have those things, the lower down the measuring stick you go by society's standards. But then you have the people who don't want that life. They don't want the typical nine to five house family thing. They don't necessarily want that for themselves. And they forge a new path. They 
go after their own dreams, which quite often means that they are not following the same framework that many of the people around them are following. So they're not going to get a similar type of job that other people are getting, or they might have a job, but as well as the job, they are setting up their own business. And maybe they aren't getting a house because they are funding their business. So what seems to happen is those people that are forging their own path, they get stuck down the measuring stick of success for a long, long time. And they will face a lot of judgment, criticism, opinions from many, many people around them until their risks and dreams start paying off. And then all of a sudden, they've got everything that society deems as successful. And I'm doing air quotes <laughs> as I say that, <laughs> successful. And then all of a sudden, boom, they're on the other end of the measuring stick. And many of the same people that were judging them for doing that are then judging them for being even more successful than them. And this is what many people are up against. Maybe you are finding yourself in this situation. And from this perspective, we can see how it can feel quite difficult to break away from expectations of the society and culture that you live in. And of course, what I've just shared is a representation of what I see of where I live and the culture where I'm from. For you, it could be very different. However, it's likely that there is a similar measuring stick that you might be able to think of that represents how things are expected to be for you. And again, like I said, this makes it very tricky for those people, probably you listening to this, who do want to forge a new path and pave a new way. And some people are going to look at you in complete awe and they are going to be so inspired by you. And then some people are going to be triggered. <laughs> and my invitation for you in this episode is to recognize that that judgment from other people that they are projecting onto you is simply a reflection of their own pain. Because if you are one of those people who is paving a new way for yourself, you are having the audacity to go after something bigger, something different, to try something new that hasn't been done by any of your friends or any of your family members and you are following that path, you are so incredibly unique because you are seeing things that other people are not seeing. You see opportunities that other people cannot see. And this is something to really consider when other people are projecting their fears and judgments onto you. We all perceive life through a very unique lens that is unique to each and every one of us, which means you can see things other people cannot see. So they will never understand what you're trying to do. You are willing to spend your time finding a way to make what you want happen. And you are willing to keep trying to fall down, try again, fall down, try again, because you know that it's either that 
or you live a life in the system, <laughs> in the matrix of society and you know that that's not going to work for you and this makes you a very small percentage of the entire population so when you think about that just that alone and we haven't even got into the full swing of this podcast what do you just think about that is there any wonder why you've had a little bit of fear around failing being afraid of failing is absolutely normal and understandable. But even though it's normal, I do not want you to let that stop you from going all in. And many people will allow fear of failure to stop them going all in. And this is because failing means to their mind something about them, something about their worth, something about them being good enough or not good enough. So we've covered the very top surface level and now we're going a little bit deeper. And a lot of this second layer of the fear of failure is coming from the idea that we are constantly being judged and we are constantly being watched and we are constantly being either a good girl or a bad girl. So I want you to think about Santa. Santa is the prime example of this. And I'm not going to sing the song, but I'm going to say it to you and you're going to sing along as I say this. He knows when you are sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. <laughs> I mean, that alone is enough to scare the living crap out of you and make you conform to society from a very young age, right? <laughs> like this idea that you are always being watched, you are always being judged. And I think what's good to keep in mind here is that as we are raising our consciousness in the world, many of us, when we were younger, are parents or our caregivers, those of them that were trying to do their best. I know not all of them were, but those of them who were trying to do their best, they didn't really understand that this is just a mechanism to control and what the detrimental impact this element of control was going to have as we grow up to be adults. I know when I was little, I remember very vividly, my mum, who I love to absolute bits and who tried her absolute best always, she would shout up to Father Christmas <laughs> when I was being naughty. But what this does over time with all of the messaging that we get about these people like Santa who are watching us and judging us. If we've been a good girl, we get presents. If we've been a bad girl, we don't get anything. We get coal. And not only that, but even the idea of God knowing all of your thoughts, always watching you. Even karma is used to create control. And I'm never going to say what's true or false. That is not what I'm about. But what I will say is when we are looking through the lens of RRT, all of these ways in which we have been subtly conditioned to be a good girl or a good boy, or we are being judged by what we are thinking, or we are being judged by 
what actions we are taking, whether they are good or whether they are bad, all of that is used to control us. And unless somebody tells you otherwise, your mind will run off that program throughout your whole life, which means you end up dimming yourself, you stop yourself, you hesitate, you don't show up in your brightest light because you are so conditioned to believe that people are always watching, people are always judging, you've got to be a good girl, you've got to be a good boy, you've got to fit into society's standards of what good is and if you don't, bad things are going to happen to you. What the actual fuck? (laughs) That's not a very useful perspective to look through. And although sometimes having an element of control can be useful, for things like expressing creativity, expressing your unique edge, feeling safe to be the truest version of yourself, to feel safe and supported, to go after your dreams, step away from the path that everyone else is taking and create your own path, this control that many of us have been conditioned with, it doesn't support that. So I heard something the other day. One of the first things you learn when you are becoming a cheerleader and you're going to cheer practice is falling. You learn how to fall and you do this because it's pretty inevitable that at some point you're going to have a fall. You cannot go into cheerleading and expect to learn how to become a cheerleader by never ever falling. So they teach you how to fall correctly. It doesn't mean the first time you fall or the second time you fall or the hundredth time you fall that you are not a good cheerleader or you're never going to make it or you can't do it or you're a failure. It doesn't mean that. And why does it not mean that? Because they teach it to be a normal part of being a cheerleader. That means there's no meaning there. If you fall, you fall. It's the same as when you're learning to walk when you're a child. You take that first step and you fall down. You're not expected to just get up one day and just walk across the kitchen and go and get yourself a drink (laughs) when you're like a year old. You are expected to take one step, fall down, take another couple of steps, fall down. And then there might be a bit of time until you can actually get one foot in front of the other, in front of the other. actually walk and that baby's mind isn't putting meaning on that fall. Wouldn't it be so much more useful if throughout life it was the same? Falling meant nothing. It doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean anything about your worthiness, your skill, your ability. Nothing. It's just part of the process. And then the next layer of this is that there's so much shame attached to failing because we are born into a world of credit, blame, pride, shame. We're made to feel pride when we do something that is perceived as right or good. So we're a good girl or a good boy. And then when we fail or we do something that is perceived as wrong or not good enough, we are made to feel shame. So think about in school. You are judged by tests and exams. 
and you are judged by how much you can remember, how clever you are based on the school system and the topics that you're learning. And we know that the school system doesn't fit every single one of us. And if you fit into that school system, you are thought to be an intelligent student because you fit into the lessons and topics that you are made to learn. You fit that mold. You're then rewarded with feeling pride. You get awards given to you. You get certificates. You get the green pen in your homework, which means you're a good girl. You should be proud. You are good enough. You're clever. Whereas if you are a child who doesn't necessarily fit the system that is school or education, that is school and the topics that you have to learn, you are made to feel like a failure again and again and again. You get the red pen on your homework. You get the do better next time. You have to go to after school classes just to be able to scrape through your exams. And you're made to feel ultimately stupid, which, of course, is going to make you feel you're not good enough. And because of all of this, your mind attaches meaning onto this stupid red pen (laughs) and those grades that you got in school based on society's standard of what good enough is, what intelligence is. So, That's what you get when you're thrown into school at a really young age. And that goes on throughout your teenage years. And then you're popped out as an adult and expected to do some fucking good in the world. (laughs) You're expected to then be a good citizen, get a good job. If you can't get a good job, you're not good enough. And everyone's judging you on that measuring stick. If you don't get a house that's big enough, you're being judged on that measuring stick. I mean, the whole thing is completely set up for many of us to fail. And then we wonder why so many people live mediocre lives and they aren't happy with their life. They are carrying so much unconscious shame and they are carrying so many feelings of not being worthy. And this plays out again and again and again in most people's lives. They've experienced all that shame. Mind has created a meaning out of that shame. So then your mind will try to protect you from feeling anything familiar to that shame going forwards. And it leaves people living a half-life, whether they are slotting into the way in which society wants them to live, or even if they are going after their dreams and goals, they are still moving forwards whilst living in the past because there was so much shame created there. And I want you to know that If you have a fear of failure or any of the things that I've shared with you today are feeling familiar, this is not something you are doing on purpose and it's certainly not something that is just who you are. This is just a program. Like the computer example I gave in the last episode, if you have a tab open or a software open on your computer that is still running from when you were in school, 
and nobody has shut that software down or shut that program down or closed that tab, it's still running in the background. It doesn't mean that you have to go right back and journal all about it or heal everything about it. You don't have to do that. You just need to close the fucking software down. (laughs) And that's what we do with rapid resolution therapy. Because this targets it at the root level without needing you to go back to those times. All of this stuff is just draining your energy. So when you have these ideas to set up a business or start a YouTube channel or whatever it is and something stops you, this is how all of these old programs and tabs open and conditioning are impacting you now from moving forward into the life you actually want. And what happens is you won't see the opportunities in front of you. You won't show up as the most fullest, expressed, creative version of yourself. You will not give it your absolute everything because all of that shit is still running in the background. If you were made to feel safe, to express your own unique creativity, your own unique wisdom, your own knowledge right from your first word and from your own unique imprint, your own dreams, your own creativity, your own natural innate strengths and talents, if you were encouraged to explore all of that as you grew up and then your education and your schooling was built around you, wouldn't that work so much better than taking you as a unique individual and then trying to squeeze you into a system that doesn't fit you. It's like wearing a pair of shoes that are totally the wrong size for you. And you've been wearing these shoes for your whole life. You just think that these shoes are a part of you, but you always wonder, well, it's really uncomfortable every day. I feel like I can't walk properly. I feel like I'm really restricted. But because that's the way it's always been, It's just the way you think it has to be. And you think it's something that is just wrong with you. It's just who you are. But it's not you. It's the shoes. And the shoes can come off at any time. So if you're stopping yourself from doing something because you fear failure and your mind has perceived failure to mean something about you and that you aren't good enough, I want you to remember that that is a man-made feeling. It is not who you are as a person. And when I say man-made, I don't mean you. I mean man-made as in society has created this and built this on you. You believed it was who you were up until today, but you are no different to the white sand beach with the crystal clear ocean or the mountain that is surrounded by a forest. That natural, untouched, unspoilt landscape that you can recall right now that is totally breathtaking, that is you. When you think through that lens, you start to see how you would never call nature not good enough. You would never step onto the most beautiful, stunning beach or look at the most incredible scenery and say that's not good enough. 
because you know it just is. And you are no different because you would tell a child that you are part of nature. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. The ups and the downs to get you to where you want to go, the journey, that's just part of nature. It's nothing to do with how good you are or how skilled you are. It doesn't mean anything about you. The meaning is man-made and it's not you. So when you are doing the thing, whatever it is, maybe it's growing a business, starting a business, starting a YouTube channel, starting a podcast, whatever it is that you've been holding back from because you've been worried about failing, instead of trying to achieve the goal of being good enough, so good enough to start a business, good enough to grow a business, a good enough coach, a good enough YouTuber, a good enough fill in the blank, whatever you're trying to do, instead of trying to achieve that, intend to be an effective business owner, an effective entrepreneur, effective at making money, effective at communicating, effective at creating. Intend to be effective. Do not intend to be good enough. And I'm never talking from the perspective of hating society and doing it from a place of blame or anger. My perspective comes from this is what we're dealing with. This is how it's been. What can we do to create a better future going forwards? That starts one step at a time, one person at a time. And if I can ripple that out to you and you can ripple that out to others and even your own children, we're going to get somewhere. If you would like to book in for a rapid resolution therapy session, it can help you with any area of stuckness or any unhelpful feelings that you have. If you're unsure of whether it's right for you, the best place to come and chat with me is on Instagram. You'll find me at I am Cher Enya. So come and just drop me a message and see how it might be able to support you move towards your end goal with more clarity and creativity with less tabs running in your mind, draining your energy. I would also be so grateful if you listen on Apple please write me a review. I have five reviews now and they make my absolute day when I see them. Write a few words, tell me how you're enjoying the podcast episodes or how you enjoyed this episode. It will only take a few seconds for you, but the appreciation that it gives me is beyond anything that you could ever believe. So I would be so appreciative if you wouldn't mind doing that, if you listen on Apple. And I appreciate so much all of the five-star ratings on Spotify as well. You know I love you. It's me and you, you and me, in my G-Wagon. We are shedding the layers of conditioning. <laughs> and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please let me know you loved it by leaving a review and make sure you are following me on TikTok and Instagram so we can be friends. You'll find me at I am Cher Enya. I love you so much. Keep up your progress and I will see you in the next episode.